0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: After six months of consultation, the federal government has formally launched the country's first major policy overhauling government funding for the arts and culture sector in a decade. Federal government funding for the arts dropped by 22.7% per capita over the past decade. Even with the lift from temporary pandemic measures, that were then removed in the 2021 budget by then-Treasurer Josh Frydenberg. Federal Arts Minister Tony Burke says the decision to hold the policy launch at the Melbourne live music pub The Espy was deliberate.
0: Holding the launch here, it's a reminder that arts and entertainment is for everyone. Whether you're reading a thriller, a history or a poem, whether you're watching from formal allocated seating or from a mosh pit, Whether you view art in a gallery or in a back lane from the side of a wall, our artists work for all of us.
1: The so-called national cultural policy for the next five years also called Revive, includes plans to double activity in the regional arts sector, with a dedicated fund of $8.5 million. But the centrepiece of the policy is a focus on First Nations art and culture, with a new Indigenous-led body to advise on investment in the creation of large-scale First Nations works. Aboriginal Australian soprano Deborah Cheatham performed at the policy launch.
0: In the language of music, and the language of my ancestors, the people of the Yorta Yorta Nation, we pay our respects to the people who have been long time living
1: here. $11 million has been allocated for the rollout of First Nations languages and cultural knowledge in 60 primary schools. A national resting place will be set up to take care of First Nations ancestors returned from overseas and efforts undertaken to repatriate indigenous artefacts from museums overseas. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the measures further the federal government's commitment to implement the Uluru Statement from the Heart in full.
0: It's also important, I think, to lift ourselves above the usual economic debate. This is about our soul. This is about our identity. It is so important because it's about who we are and being able to express ourselves and about our quality of life.
1: The First Nations-led board will sit within a new arts investment and advisory body called Creative Australia, an expanded and rebranded version of the current Australia Council. Three other entities will sit inside Creative Australia, They are Music Australia, Writers Australia and a centre for arts and entertainment workplaces. The latter will develop codes of conduct for the sector and provide advice on issues of pay and work safety. It will also handle complaints about fair pay, sexual harassment, bullying and discrimination in the industry. Government funding will be conditional on organisations following the codes of conduct. Mr Albanese says the policy also includes the creation of the role of a National Poet Laureate and the commitment to deliver a state of culture report every three years.
0: And we will walk the talk mandating minimum remuneration for professional artists contracted by government entities to perform at Australian government events and functions. Because as important As talent and inspiration are to creation and performance, so are the hundreds and thousands of hours that go into it. The arts cannot be left simply to those who can afford to do it.
1: And authors, illustrators and editors will earn money when their e-books and audio books are borrowed from a library in a $12.9 million digital lending rights scheme to come into effect from July. The National Cultural Policy says there will be support for specialist arts and language education in schools and pilot funding for art and music therapy programs. Brisbane-based Taiwanese-Australia singer and songwriter Diana Lynch, known as Jaguar Jones, had input into the policy during the six months of consultation. She says she hopes the measures make a big impact on the ability of artists to have a sustainable career in Australia. It's so sad for me to see that as a domestic artist to find opportunity and sustainability uh, in our careers we need to go abroad Uh, and hopefully with this national cultural policy we'll see a movement where our domestic uh, art and music and culture is appreciated here first and then celebrated and exported internationally. Australian actress Rachel Griffiths says she's happy to see action on workplace safety that there is an external body, I think, has been a missing part of um, keeping women and uh, people of all genders and races safe in workplaces. That's been something that's missing. So that's practical and on the table. And um, I think we'll have very real changes. Radianawa, Lara larakia Bardi and Waterman woman, Francesca Cubello, is the executive director for First Nations Arts and Culture at the Australia Council that's being expanded with the restructure into Creative Australia. She told NITV News she's not sure how her role will change, but says she's pleased in particular with the crackdown on fake Indigenous art. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have had their heritage and and their um, remarkable art being utilised in ways without prior ownership, without any financial recompense or even just um, without any respect. And so legislation to address not only fake art but breaches in copyright, um, cultural and intellectual um, property rights, Uh, is is so important. Aboriginal Australian actor, playwright and screenwriter Tony Briggs says he's hopeful about the funding boost and changes but says the success of the policy will be in the implementation. It's going to take time to understand what it is that we are able to take from this collectively and put back into the soul of of the nation. We need to really sit back,
0: soak this in then get on with the job. We we get on with the job anyway, and we have anyway, you know, regardless. Um, So this will just be a a, a boost.
1: Paul Fletcher is the Federal Opposition Spokesman on the Arts. He says he's not impressed with the policy.
0: A lot of hype, a lot of expectations built up. Now that it's come out, we can see there's not much new and there's not much new money. A fair bit of what is in the national cultural policy is directions that, the previous Morrison government was pursuing when it came to the arts. Uh, For example, the 30% offset for digital games. That makes good sense, but it's a policy that the Morrison government committed to in the 2021 budget. Uh, The emphasis on indigenous art, uh, on Australian contemporary music, we welcome that. And of course, that's work the Morrison government was doing
1: The new policy includes $11.8 million in extra funding for the National Gallery of Australia for a pilot program to tour its collection to galleries around the country. The federal government says the May budget will provide answers on funding for long-term infrastructure repairs and collections maintenance at the National Gallery of Australia and the National Library of Australia. Biwa Kwan, SBS News.